You may know you're listening to this show along the Marketing Podcast Network, but did you know there are other great shows on MPN to help your business? Christy Heiler hosts a fantastic podcast called Own It. Christy, tell us more about the show. Own It is all about celebrating women and non-binary advertising agency owners. We talk about buying out of the Boys Club of Advertising because less than 1% of ad agencies are owned by women. And where can people subscribe? You can find the podcast at untilyouownit.com. We're also on the Marketing Podcast Network at marketingpodcast.net. And of course, you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You heard her. Go subscribe. The more healing that I did, the more work I did in that realm, the more it was becoming apparent to her (laughs) (laughs) that I had a natural talent, a natural gift, a natural Mm -hmm. ability Mm -hmm. for this work Mm -hmm. so that people can see the value that you're bringing to the table. Even when people talk about words, right? Words matter. They matter, but it's not as much as the emotion behind the words Mm -hmm. that matters. What is up? If you're a coach, a service provider, or a business owner, you are in the place to learn how to build your business. Welcome to Legend Maker Radio. I'm your host, Tanya Daka. This is where we build legends who rebuild the world through marketing, mindset, and messaging. And each week, I bring you the actionable steps, the inspiring stories, and the motivation you need to move your business forward quickly. Thanks so much for being here. I appreciate you and your time. Let's jump into this week's episode. Welcome to this week's episode. We are here with Robin Jana Rosenhaus. She's a legend in the energy field and I have something stuck to my lipstick. Sorry, Robin. I'm not picking my face while I'm on the camera with you, but thank you so much for for coming and sitting with us today on the Legend Maker Radio Show. I'm so excited. I am too. I am too. <laughs> thank you so much. And and like I want you to tell everybody like what it is because I know what you do. Um but I think you have a better knack with describing what it is you do for the muggles. Ah, you know, energy work is not an easy thing to describe. Um, <laughs> it's just not. It's just not. But the bottom line is everything is made up of energy. We know this. What I do is I work to help neutralize the stuff that's getting in your way and smooth it out. So that life is just easier. So you smooth it out. Like how does, how does, so how would somebody know that what they need is what you do? Usually things are in chaos um, or they're just really, really stuck. So, you know, that part of what I do is business clearings, right? And so if your business, like you're, you've you got your marketing on point, you've got great opt-ins and you know that you have an audience. And for some reason, when you launch, you're getting crickets, mm-hmm. right? And, mm-hmm. and you've done everything. Your strategist has worked it out. Like you just know it's right. A lot of times that's because there's some kind of energetic interference mm-hmm. that's keeping the stuff that you're doing, the stuff that you are an expert at from showing up in like a really crisp and clear way Mm -hmm. so that people can see the value that you're bringing to the table. Gotcha. So when, when like, it's, it's almost as if there's things have been flowing and then all of a sudden they're not. Yeah. 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 Sure. Okay. All right. So, 
when they, when they like, can they, is it something that they feel an immediate response to, or is it something that sort of just sort of trickles in again? Like how does it, or is it, it different be, for everybody? It can be either one. It can mm-hmm. really be either one. It's like things are going great. And then all of a sudden, you know, what, what they'll call bad luck, you mm-hmm. know, one bad, you know, one episode of bad luck after another, after another. And they're like, Hey, wait a minute. And sometimes it just builds, you know, just those, those little annoyances. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's like, okay, let me deal with that. Okay. Let me deal with that. It's like these tiny little fires and they don't realize that they're building until mm-hmm. it explodes. So how did you get, like, what brought you to this? Like, have you just always like felt like, how did you get to energy work? What said, Robin, this is what you need to do. <laughs> um, man. Cause you've been at this Long for story, like decades. Story. Yeah. I've been at it for like 20 years. Um, always been intuitive to, to a degree. And always had a little bit of an interest in, we'll call it all things woo woo. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I had a, I had a breakdown. Um, I don't even remember what year it was, but I had a breakdown and I was trying to find my way back to the living again. Mm-hmm. And uh, I started with yoga, private yoga sessions. And my teacher at the time was into Reiki and she was into, you know, healing with angels and all that kind of stuff. And the more healing that I did, the more work I did in that realm, the more it was becoming apparent to her (laughs) (laughs) that I had a natural talent, a natural gift, a natural Mm -hmm. ability Mm -hmm. for this work. You know, so she was like, Robin, you're a healer. And I'm like, no. <laughs> and and now here I am 20 years later. <laughs> right. Doing this. So, you know, so healing and when, coaching, energy work, like it's all together. So all of it being wrapped up together, like, do you find that you not are proficient, but that you prefer or enjoy one modality of this work over another? My favorite is actually coaching. Really? It really that. is. It's, I love that. It's my favorite is coaching because I just, I love to see people's eyes light up when they get a new perspective. And right. when when they see that the beliefs that they were holding on to for their entire life might not be true. Wow. You know? And that's not to say I don't throw a little energy work in there, you know, to just right. make things happen a little faster and make easier. Make it feel, yeah, yeah. Make it feel like less, less like you're banging your head on a wall. <laughs> yeah. yeah I feel like what? the energy work is the support. Mm-hmm. That makes right? sense. It's like, this, yeah, it's the support because we still have to do the human stuff. Right. So this is like, it's like uh, Jim Carrey said, you can't manifest a million dollars by writing it down and then going and eating a sandwich or whatever it was, right? Like you have to, you have to do the, the work and then go do the work, the physical work of it. Right. So that's cool. Um, when you take someone on as a client, do they understand that there is energy work involved as well? Or they, or is it something that 
that you use to support your end more than their end or whatever, or if it's a coaching client, I let them know that we deliver energy work as needed. So it might be, you know, I might just do it in the background while we're talking. Mm -hmm. I might, I might make them a personalized clearing, Mm -hmm. you know, or I, or I might give them something to say or do to help support the work that they're doing. So it's a case by case basis. Right. And, and you have a really, really, really excellent clearing that, that we would say might works, might, might work too well in terms (laughs) of it literally like flips things around. I have two, two other things to say. First of all, the, the, the clearing that uh, we're talking about is it, does, what's the name of it? You know, the name of it, That's you know, the daily you, clearing, the daily clearing. Okay. So the daily clearing, yeah. like I've used it time and time and time again, like I will use it. I don't use it daily. I will, I will confess to that. But, um, but when I can feel that, you know, <clears throat> you know, something is fucked up, right. I will go put that clearing on and then I will do whatever I need to do. Um, and, and it's just mind blowing how it literally flips a switch. But that says the resistance, right? It like lifts yeah, the resistance. Yeah, totally, yeah. totally lifts the resistance. And and but I think that by lifting that resistance, like it like that resistance is just like a linchpin. You know what I mean? Once that resistance yeah, yeah. is lifted, then the rest falls into place. Um, and, and so with the, the perspective shift though, that you mentioned, I wanted to go back to that because, um, you have, or had, I don't know if you still have it, a program called I'm having it anyway. And that is all about perspective shift. Is it not? Uh, yeah, it is. It's, um, well, first of all, I don't, I'm not currently running it but okay i will use it to support coaching sessions when necessary because right 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 every time every time something comes up it's like oh it's in i'm having it it's in yeah (laughs) um but yeah we were using that to uh help people manifest better so help them get out of their own heads help them to make those perspective shifts um And recognize the biggest thing, and this like goes through everything, through coaching, through through clearing, is you're allowed to have your emotions. Like like being sad, being angry, being, you know, just all of that um, frustrated. It doesn't have to stop your manifestation. It doesn't have to stop your ability to move forward in personal development. It doesn't have to stop any of that. It begins with just acknowledging, right? It's like you acknowledge it. When you acknowledge it, now you're not resisting it. Now you don't need to ruminate in it. and, and, And you don't feel like you're doing something wrong. Mm hmm and that too just helps things to like move forward and go faster and remove that resistance again and get the clarity that you need and yeah you know, the whole the whole deal yeah that whole feeling like the ick has been villainized 
so much yeah. in the in the personal development industry. You can't blah blah blah. You you know stay vi- yeah, high vibe blah blah blah. Too, yeah. And and it's just like it's literally impossible to just stay there at that level. So I love that um, that you've built that into built that you know acknowledge it and and allow yourself to have it into a program like that because it's so important for people to understand that you're not you can't be asked to be superhuman and, and hold the weight of the world and try and manifest your dreams and all of that like it just does not work that way so it's really cool and and what ha- what's been in your 20 years 20 plus years in this industry what's been like a, a an event or a, or a result that you've gotten or helped your client get that really just sort of has stayed with you among all the others? There's really a lot of them. Mm -hmm. There's so many. I had, um, have, she's come back every so often, a client who, was she in her 40s at that time? She was either in her late 30s, early 40s. And she swore she would never get married not because she didn't want to but because she couldn't keep relationships they just she kept meeting the wrong guys and I was like there's no reason that you can't get married there's just no reason well p.s like fast forward we did a lot of work and she's married now five Uh years Wow! And she's been in the relationship with the same guy, like for, I think, two years before that. And yeah, it's amazing. And she's always like so grateful, like Mm -hmm. that she's got this relationship and he's so good to her. So that's probably, yeah, that's probably one of the biggest ones. But we've, you know, we've had so many different, different things, um, you know, people starting businesses. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, so what, what's been your biggest, like, what was the, your biggest challenge that you did not think, you know, that you would be able to pull off, but you did. I know you have a ton of those in 20 years too. Yeah. Um, getting my kids back. Yeah. Getting my kids back. Cause when, when I had the breakdown, um, I ended up leaving my husband and I wasn't in a place where um, I could take care of my kids. I, it, uh-huh. it was literally one of those states where I was trying to stay alive, not commit suicide, that whole thing. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I didn't think I'd ever get them back. And I did. And keep in mind, you know, they're older and, and whatnot, but, um, but I got them back and, mm-hmm. and healed the relationship. That was, that's huge. That is yeah. so huge. That is yeah. amazing. Um, so when you go into um, a, a challenge like that, what's your first, like, I know in that time, and you're the one in the situation, because it's completely different when you're doing your own uh, energy work, your own spiritual work, your own uh, fights, right? When, But when you are, if someone else were in that and I'm, I'm maybe it's the same. Like if you're doing it or, or, or leading someone else or doing it, helping someone else do it, what's the first step in recognizing what needs to be done? 
for me recognizing what needs to be done. Yeah. It's just a knowing. Just a knowing. Gotcha. Yeah. So they, yeah. yeah. And, and so if you, um, if you were leading like a client in that, if you were coaching a client through something like that, um, what's like, I'm, I imagine the hardest step for them is to trust themselves, but like, how do you get them to, to do that in a situation like that? That's, <laughs> that's why we do more than one session. You know? Right. <laughs> Um, that is really working on the mindset, showing them um, through conversation, really, how many times that they have accomplished things that they mm-hmm. didn't think they could do and and start over not not diminishing the times where things didn't work out, mm-hmm. but crowding them out with all the things that did and clients can't always think of their wins yeah but when we're talking and during the conversation it's like oh you know like yeah what about this what about that and I, I just I had somebody recently who um who got published in a in a in a magazine and mm-hmm. she was kind of she was kind of like no da 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 and I'm like, this is a well-known person. They came to you, yeah. you know, as the expert. And she's like, oh, yeah, I guess so. You know, it's like, right. <laughs> it's like, it's like, yeah, I guess so. But this other thing, this is why, or this is whatever, like the, the disqualification yeah. of the win is it overshadows that the win even happened to start with. Yeah. And we're so we're taught to do that. Like, you know, we're taught like false humility, which is really us putting ourselves down and, and we're taught not to toot our own horn and mm-hmm. and all of that. And, you know, there's ways to do that where you're not being cocky. Right. And, you know, and so some people, I just I teach them how, and for each person that's different. Yeah. You know, yeah. What it is they need. That's cool though. And, and when you, um, you, you, before you did, I'm having it anyway, or maybe it was at the same time. Um, you also had a program. I don't know if you're still running it or not, but the demon slayer program. Oh, those were sessions. Those Those were sessions. sessions. That's right. Okay. So I imagine you have to have some wild stories from some of those are you are you like down to share any of your wildest uh I'm with trying those to, oh man like there there is a those are so many of them uh the way I do those sessions right I don't <laughs> I'm a chicken <laughs> so I don't there's the demon slayer know, I'm a chicken know, says I don't the want to slayer. see the ugly stuff right yeah I don't the ugly stuff. So I can't even explain like how I do that without seeing the ugly stuff. Um, <laughs> but the things that I that I do see are less crazy and more about how many times, how often the people don't want to let them go mm. because that energy that sometimes creepy, scary energy that they're feeling and 
it gives them a false sense of strength. Mm -hmm. Like they feel like without that energy, they're not going to have the courage that they need to maybe make a change in their life or say something they need to somebody or stand up for themselves. And so I guess less than the crazy stories, it's, it's just more often how I see that I see how attached people are to, Mm -hmm. you know, to the demons, to the, and, and in case like, Yes, it can be inner demons. And at the same time, it truly is those dark energies. Wild. And and what do you like? What do you recommend if someone like how would they know that it's from inside or outside? Everything's from inside. Mm. So even if it's an outside energy, right, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's not going to affect you unless there's something inside that's open to it. Gotcha. Gotcha. And so they have to be willing kind of and aware in order to be able to recognize that it's, it's on them. No. Um, I, you know, I, I I don't, I can't say yes or no to that Mm -hmm. because some people are not aware Like they'll come to me and they'll say, you know, I I don't know what's going on. Just, just like with the business stuff, right? I don't know what's going on. The kids are always fighting. The the house feels weird. Mm -hmm. Um, My husband and I are distant or, Mm -hmm. or, or I keep getting into car accidents, Mm -hmm. you know? And so they'll come to me for an assessment. Mm Mm-hmm type of thing. And that's where we can dig in a little bit and see what it is. And then they have to be willing to let me go in and and change the energy. Are are you like, have you ever had anybody say, no, I don't want to like, they went and had the assessment. You talk to them and and they're like, yeah, no, I don't, I don't want to deal with this. Um, Yes. And no, like I had somebody who wanted, who wanted to get cleared and all that kind of stuff. And and I was like, well, there's this, you know, this thing in your house. And um, and she's like, but I don't want it to leave. And I'm like, but that's what's causing the chaos. She's can't you clear the chaos without getting rid of that? No. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. We, we love our struggles, don't we? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. The struggles are familiar. They're comfortable. They're not as scary as not knowing, I guess maybe that's what it is. So, um, when you, and you also led a group, um, which, I don't know which year it was. We did 30 K in 30 days. Yeah. Yeah. How much did, did we end up, uh, doing in that first round? Oh man, that was millions. I don't remember now off the top of my head. It was, how many people did we have in the group? I think we had like 60 or 80 people in that group. And it was a couple million dollars. It was, I want to say 11 or 12 that, that we did it all, right? For 30 bucks. Yeah, right. That was, yeah. That, that was, was a cool. lot of fun. That was, that program yeah. was a lot of fun. And we had a, we, we had a lot of uh, vibrant energy in, in that session. And, and it was just like, when you open your eyes to see what's 
like already around you. It's like, boom, why yeah, didn't we see yeah. it? Like, you know, it's holding on to that familiar struggle instead of dancing on the edge of, uh, of, of not knowing, I guess, but wow. It was, um, it was far beyond what I had imagined we would do in 30 days. Yeah. I can say that. I mean, and yeah. And, and we, like everybody was so courageous in there because we were hitting on um, real deep family dynamics. We were dealing with shame in there, like deep shame and, and, um, and people afraid that if they were successful, that something awful was going to happen there in their families. And we had a lot to do a lot of deep emotional work in there. And then we, you know, followed it up with the clearings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was like, what would like, what do you find to be the most common block from people doing that on the daily basis, on a daily basis? Unworthiness. Unworthiness. Like, yeah, un- like it it, no, even didn't even miss a beat. It was, it's unworthiness. Yeah. <laughs> unworthiness. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, and, and people will say, I know I'm worthy enough to have this. I, you know, I have good self-confidence. And then, and and then the next thing, you know, they're like, well, you know, my mother said, or my father said, or, you know, my teacher or so many different ways it shows up. And they're just like, I just don't think I can have it. Wow. What happened to you, to what you just said? (laughs) Where did, where'd that confidence go? Confidence go, that worthiness go. So when you find like, so they had, they may think they're, they're worthy or they may consciously make the decision to say they're worthy. However, is it, is it a fact, a matter of they actually have what I guess would be like the, the equivalent of subconscious beliefs that tell, that are giving them the yeah lack of courage to take action kind of thing subconscious beliefs for sure um and then unconscious habits you know like yeah i don't think i can do that mm-hmm. you know or mm-hmm. or um i'm i'm getting at a loss for words right now but i that's probably the biggest way that it shows up or my mother said you know, this or my, like I said, my mother, my father, my teacher told me like, those are all the biggest ones. Or um, for some of them, it was even my husband's like, you think you can do that? And it puts doubt, it creates Mm -hmm. self doubt. So anything that creates self doubt, there you go, causes, you know, can result in that. But that was, um, that was how we moved into I'm having it anyway, because Mm -hmm. then there were things in there that we just couldn't solve in 30 days. Right. Needs time. And then we went, yeah. Yeah. Then we went into I'm having it anyway. And that was, that's, that's still, that's my favorite because that's, you know, what we teach people. It's um, you don't have to feel worthy, right? You just remember, you don't have to feel worthy. Just say yes to it. And then when you get it, let it begin to disprove the the lack of self-worth. Right, right. Just say yes to it. So this is like, okay, one of your, this is like, 
this is that's the thing that I will always equate to Robin John Rosenhaus. Like, just say yes. Just say yes. Yeah. It doesn't matter if you think you can do it. Just say yes. And no, but but see, and while while we we um, riff on that one liner, it really comes down to what it means to say yes. Okay, yes, the line sounds good. What just say yes? But what does that look like? What does that feel like? What does that mean? Like, how does it? How do you live out? Just say yes. And, and that is huge. So give, give us like some tips on just saying yes in the day to day. In a day to day, it's, it's, well, you know, one of the tools the even those statements, right? Mm-hmm. I, I find that that is one of the easiest ways to work through the day-to-day with that. And so the way it works is it's a take on the EFT tapping thing where they say, right, I don't do it with tapping. I use it as an affirmation. And so it may be, even though I don't believe that I can make, have uh, $30,000 in 30 days, I'm willing to have it anyway. I love it. I love it. You know, and that's that's the big thing. So because like I said earlier, the minute you ignore how you're feeling, you've automatically put up a mental block, a mental block, an energetic block. And it's so just even really hard. The even though part then allows you the even though is the acknowledgement. So even though is the acknowledgement, even though da da da, that's the acknowledgement. And then I'm willing to have it is the saying yes. So if you took, because I remember you also had some really, really strong affirmations that were with that even though thing. I I can't, we, we did them. I don't know when we did them. Maybe it was inside inner empire or something like that back in the beginning, or maybe it was in the, yeah, no, yeah, it wasn't in the monthly clearing club, which I want you to tell us about too. But um, we did some very powerful, even though statements, I wish I could remember what they were. Yeah, I don't, I, you know, we've done so many of them. We have really done so many. Yeah. Of them. Um, you know, it, it, and it could have been, um, it could be, well, even though, my mother was like to go deep, even though my yeah. mother uh, was abusive or whatever word they're going to use. Right. Mm-hmm. Even though my mother um, was critical of me all the time, mm-hmm. um, I'm willing to be successful anyway. There I'm you go. willing to be loved anyway. You know, um, yeah. even though I was in a narcissistic relationship, I'm willing to be in a healthy relationship anyway that is awesome so powerful so freaking powerful and and even though i have made mistakes i'm willing to trust myself yeah 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 so that you you've um always had like this way of really showing like an understanding of the human mind and the condition and what it is that they want and being able to help people around their blocks. Because I remember 
that when everybody was talking about, you have to break your mental blocks, you have to break through your blocks. Robin was on the sidelines saying, no, you don't. (laughs) You literally do not. There is no reason for you to do that because what you're doing when you go to try and make a break a mental block is what I will let, I will shut up. So you can tell, you can tell us what trying to break a mental block does. First of all, you can, you're focusing, you're focusing on it and you're focusing on it. You know, it's like, I got to break through this. I got to break through this. So you're, and you're doing that with such emotion, right? Because it's Mm -hmm. the emotion that drives so much of this. Even when people talk about words, right? Words matter. They matter, but it's not as much as the emotion behind the words Mm -hmm. that matters. So I, I was talking to somebody this week and she was talking about trying to break through her blocks. And I said, let, let me ask you a question. If you are, and this is a common example, but it's like, if you are confronted with a mountain and you want to get to the other side, are you going to sit there with a pickaxe, tapping away and tapping away and tapping away to try to make a tunnel so that you can get to the other side? Or are you going to just, you know, maybe it's not easy, right? Maybe you need some tools, but are you going to try to climb it instead, you know, or work your way around it instead? It doesn't mean that it's going to be the faster. You don't know which way is going to be faster. Right, right. Right. And also when you're working around, you might find a shortcut True. and be like, oh, there it is. Yeah. So. You know, that's, that's my thing. Like we can always find another way. We're in an infinite universe. You cannot tell me that. There's no other way. way. Yeah, that's true. That's true. What a way to, what a way to approach a block. Um, Okay. So there is another way. There is always another way we could even say, right. There's always another way. And, and it's like when you, For me, when you said you don't have to break through the blocks, you just have to go around it. Like that idea, that thought in and of itself is relief. The resistance. Because you don't have to know how to, how to solve the problem. Right. Right. You don't have to know how to solve it. That's true. And, And then it's like you're, you become more open. You become more open to what the possibilities are, I think, when you find out you don't have to do it that way. And and so much of doing it that way and, and breaking that block is, is part of like our conditioning too, I think. And, and, you know, I think probably your, your accept and exhale mindset, the reframe mindset has been probably one of the most powerful or two of the most powerful tools that I think you have, um, you've taught me and you've taught others in inner empire and in the monthly clearing club. And, and so with that said, I would like you to explain a little bit more about the monthly clearing club and how that works. Well, the monthly clearing club is my membership. It's my low cost membership, actually. And um, we focus every month on a different topic. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I do research. <laughs> I do <laughs> research. 
And then I, I come to the session, we deliver it, you know, live in a Facebook group and that kind of thing. But I come to the session armed with um, knowledge, right, from out there and then mm-hmm. the intuition. And I just, you know, I just start clearing things for people. So like right now, yeah. we're working on a series of... um clearing the energy of broken relationships, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I wonder where that idea came from. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea. And, and so that one, like, when I started to think about it, I, you know, I, I was like, this emotion, this emotion, this emotion, this belief about yourself, this belief about yourself, right? Like, um, oh, if only I had done it this way and beating yourself up because, you believed the narcissistic partner and and thinking that you're no good with money because mm-hmm. you haven't been able to make the cash yet, right? Mm-hmm. Everything's in a relationship. Mm-hmm. And so what's happening with that is it, it, I just had this list that we're going to probably be working on this till the end of the year, maybe into January. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the sessions are a little bit of teaching, so that we bring up the energy and then I neutralize that energy. It's, you know, cause you can't really clear it. Like right. we call it clearing, but you can't, it can't be, you know, created or destroyed, but it can be neutralized the mm-hmm. negative impact of it. And mm-hmm. then we talk about transforming it into the energies that going to align them with the healthier way of being the more beneficial right. way. Of being. So we do that every month. And the membership site, you know, once you join, it's $47, you get access a month, (laughs) you get access to everything that's in the vault. And we've been doing this for, well, July was a year. I was going to say, it's been over a year that we've been doing that. Yeah. So it's very cool. And, and, and you um, brought up a really good point that you won't hear a lot of other um, energy workers talk about and that is that you can't actually clear the energy yeah i use the word clear because it's what people understand it's what clients understand um but yeah you you can only change it change the change vibration the form and so when you neutralize it or change it are you able to like dictate what it's changed into i guess you can can't you I do both. Okay. Okay. So, so what I do is I, you know, I'm tapped into what people need. Right. Right. So it might be uh, aligning it uh, with the energy of being able to see what a healthy relationship looks like being Mm -hmm. able to see the red flags. Right. 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 Um, And then I, but I also ask for, and whatever energies are most appropriate for the individuals, whether listening to it now or later. Very cool. Very cool. I think I remember hearing that specific phrase. Is that in the daily clearing? I think it might be in the daily clearing. I think um, it is in the daily clearing. Yeah. yeah. And and it's just, I don't know. People need to go get that daily clearing. That's all I'm saying. And and if you still have it as an opt-in, if you still have it available as an opt-in, because it's phenomenal. Yeah. Um, Yeah. But before we wrap this up, 
um, one of the things or what we do at, at uh, Legend Maker Global is we help business owners build their world so that we can then move out and change the world. So I asked for um, people to bring their spotlight project or do good cause or whatever. And, and did you, did you have one that you would like to share today? Oh, there's so many, but I think um, what I'm going to choose is the happily ever Esther farm sanctuary. And yeah. uh, they are an animal sanctuary located up in uh, Campbellville, I think it is in Canada. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were a fun story in how they started the, one of the founders um, adopted what was supposed to be a micro pig. Mm-hmm. And she ended up growing to six hundred pounds. Wow! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Surprise! So, <laughs> yeah. So that really took them on a journey to um, learning more about farm animals because mm-hmm. they, they learned that she was a farm animal at that point, and uh, and they just ended up reaching a point to where they wanted to do more and. They wanted to give abused animals, um, farm animals, animals specifically, uh, a loving place, a safe place to be, mm-hmm. someplace where they're going to get a lot of care. Mm-hmm. And they just do so much great work up there. How do they like, okay, so farm animals that are unfortunately abused, like how would they come across, like does somebody report a, a a farm or something that's that's how it ha- that's how it happens now yeah like once the sanct- there there's a huge like network of sanctuaries across you know the united states canada and beyond um and so once you become known in that that network mm-hmm. um other sanctuaries will reach out and things like that mm-hmm. um there and and what i like about them is when they bring in the animals, they don't say it came from here or it came from there. Like I remember mm-hmm. they, they brought in a bunch of pigs and they were like, mm-hmm. you know, from farm X. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This way you're, they're not ruining their reputation. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It, it's known, Maybe they need they're... it ruined though. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of of the, the mind that uh, they need it ruined. If they are abusing animals. The only thing is, if you do that, and this is what I'm learning from a lot of these sanctuaries that I follow, if you do that, then you're less trusted and people are less willing to give up their animals. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So Hmm. it's a a double-edged sword there. So it's like, if you want the animals first, the the sanctuaries I follow, follow that, you know... Um, keep them I guess yeah yeah Yeah. okay well that's very cool um um, and and what did you say the name of it was again oh Esther yeah happily ever asked Esther for sanctuary they call it Heaps Heaps Heaps. okay Heaps cool H-E-E-F-S yeah Heaps happily ever Esther farms I got you okay so that is very cool um definitely for uh the the support of critters that need support. So um, I am completely honored that you jumped on with me today on to engrace the halls of legend maker global with the, with the likes of your legendary self in the energy field and the energy field. (laughs) 
in the field of energy work, I crack myself up. At this point, I'm delirious. This is now my third <laughs> podcast interview today. And I led a coaching session with the Inner Freedom Group. So I'm like, where's my brain now? I forgot. I've been standing up since I, know, I, I don't it. even want to know what time. But um, so yes, thank you so much for bringing your knowledge and your deep wisdom. And I want everybody who listens to this episode, who wants to become a legend in their industry, to accept and exhale, just to say yes, just yeah. fucking say yes, you can do this. All right. Thank you so much, Robin. And that's a wrap on this week's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, please feel free to like, share, subscribe, comment, do all the things. Leave me a review so we can help this show get out to other legend makers just like you. And if you're a coach or service provider who hates writing emails and sales pages and social posts because they're just not making you the money that you want to make, then go to legendmakercopy.com slash copy course and check out Cash In. I've written a very special course just for coaches to teach you how to write just the things you need to learn how to write, not to teach you the whole trade of copywriting, but to give you the tools that you need to write the higher profits that you want in your business. Thanks so much. And I'll see you next week. This podcast is heard along the marketing podcast network for more great marketing podcasts, visit marketingpodcasts.net.